Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi, everyone. It sure is fun to be a Norway Knights football fan this year, isn't it? The Knights have been pulling out our emotions all season, and in the last home game against Stevenson, the team had all the fans fired up and at times emotional as everyone gets geared up for the playoffs. Before we get to that, let's recap the last game of the season. It was parents' night at Ronberg Field in Norway and a couple of notables before we recap the action. John Dagner was recognized for his perfect attendance. Can you guess how long? 53 straight years Mr. Dagner has attended Norway Knights football games, and he was honored for his perfect attendance. The next closest to that? Well, who knows? Just amazing. Congratulations on your dedication and support of Norway high school football. Also, it was great to see all the senior players going out for the opening coin toss on what could be the last home game of their school careers. Players included Ian Pop, Wyatt Spade, Hayden Amundsen, Riley Jackalovitz, Alex Ortman, and Tristan Heigl. Spade and Heigl, of course, both suffering season-ending injuries this year. But congratulations to the Norway seniors on a great season. I have to say I was shocked to look up and see Wyatt Spade on the field for that first play suited up and ready to go from the line of scrimmage. He's flanked out to the right side. Spade suffered that season-ending knee injury three weeks ago, but was able to walk out and catch the first pass. He quickly downed the ball, but the team giving him a great opportunity to get one last catch, galvanizing what was a remarkable season and, uh, and Knights football career for the Knights senior. Congratulations, Wyatt. So after all that fun and emotion, the Knights get things truly started on a second down and 10 from the Knights' 25-yard line. Quarterback Cole By and Ian Pop in the backfield. Pop takes a direct snap and heads for the far sidelines. Gets to the edge and picks up a beautiful block downfield by pulling lineman Carter Cazola. Pop takes it down to the Stevenson 45-yard line before he's face-masked out of bounds. 15-yard penalty puts the ball down to the Eagles' 34 Knights first and 10, and it's Pop again, this time up the middle, and he gets a burst and takes it outside. Goes 34 yards, untouched for the score. Knights quickly up 6-0. Stevenson takes the ball down to the Norway 20 and decides to go for it on fourth down. Quarterback Chris Schmidt from the shotgun mishandles the snap, ends up picking it back up, rolls to his right, bobbling the ball, and is caught from behind by Riley Jackalovitz, who forces the fumble. Landon Amundsen scoops it up and heads the other direction. 63 yards for the TD, and the Knights go up 14-0 after converting the two-point play. 2.18 to go in the first quarter. Knights have the ball once again deep in Stevenson territory on the three, and it's Cole by with a fake handoff to Pop, takes it himself off of the right guard and barrels into the end zone, giving the Knights a 20-0 lead. Norway picks up another turnover as Maddox Berkland falls on the loose ball, giving the Knights the ball back late in the first quarter. With 44 seconds to go in the first, by hands off to the sophomore, Cameron Varda. He heads up the middle, breaks two tackles, and it's Varda time as he gets his first TD with the 30-yard scamper to the end zone. Norway 28 after one quarter of play. I should say Norway 28-0. Interesting play with 10.56 to go in the second. Knights have the ball again. Ortman is the wideout on the far side. Knights going from my right to left. By and pop in the backfield with Bryce Adams in the slot. By takes a snap. Ortman takes one step step forward and then back, holding the defender. Adams from the slot on the go route runs by the linebacker, and Cole By drops the ball in right over the shoulder. Adams had four yards on the nearest defender, 
He catches the ball at midfield, and he is off to the races. 75-yard touchdown pass from Bay to Adams, and the Knights are now cruising, jumping out to a 36-0 lead early in the second quarter. Just a couple plays later, Landon Amundsen picks up his second turnover of the game, picking off Chris Schmidt deep in Eagles territory and giving the ball back to the Knights on the Eagles' 10-yard line. The Knights call on number one again, Ian Pop from the 10, and he takes the handoff up the middle, puts his head down, squares up his pads, and buries any defender in his scoring in his uh, in his way. Excuse me, scoring again and putting the Knights up 42 to nothing at the 9:39 mark of the second quarter. Knights with the ball with 4:24 to go in the half, and the handoff goes to Cameron Varda again, who picks up a big block from pulling lineman Maddox Berkland. That parts the seas and gives Varda his second TD of the game and a 20-yard TD run. That's where the score ended up at the half with the Knights all over Stevenson, 50 to nothing. Here's my weekly thought, halftime thought. The playoffs have arrived. It's that time of year where mistakes must be avoided and opportunities must be capitalized on. The Knights have been so good at doing just that, although one area that has not improved is the two-point conversion if the Knights want to keep marching on into November into November play, then the extra point conversion percentage must increase. Norway has struggled with this, and not just a game or two, but most of the year. When we get to this point and the competition gets better, every point counts. They have tried many things throughout the year, with the most success coming from the Ian Pop rolling out as if he's going to run. Then he pulls up and throws to the open receiver in the end zone. That continues to work off and on, but I think they will need to trust those guys up front and pound the ball right up the middle. Keep it simple and use those power backs. That's my thought, but it's going to be exciting to see what they have planned to add to the playbook to ensure the Knights' two-point conversion is successful. Now, the Knights have earned the right to play the first playoff game at home, Friday night against a very good Newberry team. You did it last Friday. You came out and supported this team as they responded with a conference title. They need you again. Make this Friday night a Norway night and support this team. Win and you keep playing, lose and you're done. This team's this team still has more to prove, and I ask that you come out and see for yourself. And that's my halftime thought. Let's get to the second half. It's not every day you're up 50 to nothing at halftime, so where do you go from here? Well, I can tell you, according to the rules, you go to a running clock, so expect not much to happen in quarter three and four. And for the most part, that was true, although I have a couple of things to mention. First, there is one more score to mention, and that came at the 840 mark in the fourth quarter, a name we haven't called much this year, and it is number 52, Josh Schiltz. Schiltz lined up in the backfield with quarterback Owen Bayh, by and shotgun, takes a snap, fakes the inside handoff, and pitches it to Schultz. Schultz from the Eagles 20 gets a corner on the far side, picks up a nice downfield block from Alex Ortman, and finishes off a very nice 20-yard touchdown run to put the Norway Knights up 56-0. One other second-half note, Landon Amundsen, who already had two takeaways on defense in the first half, picked up his third in the third quarter as he snagged his second interception of the game, But he wasn't finished. In the fourth quarter, he picked off the Stevenson QB again for his third INT. Landon Amundsen forced one turnover in each quarter, finishing with three INTs and a fumble recovery. That's quite an accomplishment. Congrats. Your final score in the final regular season game, Norway 56 and the Stevenson Eagles 0. 
Now let's get to the stats on offense. Quarterback Cole By was 2 of 4, passing for 86 yards, one touchdown. Bryce Adams had one catch for 75 yards and a TD. Ian Pop had one catch for 11 yards. And on the ground, Ian Pop ran the ball five times for 117 yards and two touchdowns. Cameron Varda rushed five times for 76 yards and a touchdown. Josh Schiltz ran the ball three times for 25 yards and a TD. And, excuse me, Cole By ran one time for four yards and a TD. Total offense for the Norway Knights was 308 yards, 86 by air, and 222 yards by the ground. Defensively, as we mentioned, Landon Amundsen had a monster night with seven tackles, one for a loss, and three INTs, including a fumble recovery. Cameron, Cameron Varda had eight tackles, three for a loss, and Hayden Amundsen had seven tackles with two for a loss. Let's talk about Friday night, and it's hard to believe, but it's playoff time. Here comes the Newberry Indians to Norway. Newberry with a record of 7-2. and two, They ended the season in third place in the Great Lakes East Conference with a record of 4-2 and two behind Rudyard and Pickford. Two losses on the season were to one Rudyard on the road, losing 26-42. to And then just two weeks ago at home against Pickford in a shootout as the Indians lost that one 52-60. What can the Knights expect to see from Newberry come Friday night? Playoff rankings for Newberry has them at 13 of the 16 teams that qualified for the bracket in Division I, compared to Norway, who sits at number 7. Let me tell you what you can expect from Newberry come game time. But first, I need to share with you my favorite station on the FM dial, 106.7 FM WHDO Radio, The Mountain. Hey, Knights fans, make sure you have 106.7 FM saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHDO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say, if you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on WHDORadio.com. Anytime, anywhere, it's WHDO Radio Sports you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play. If you want to hear the nightcap every week, head over to simplysmith.com, click on the nightcap tab, and get all the latest episodes. You can also go to the podcast section and get your audio-only version here. The Nightcap is available via podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify. If you're a Facebook user, please follow my page at Simply Smith Sports. It's all new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com or on Facebook at Simply Smith Sports. That's simplysmith.com for the Nightcap and so much more. The Newberry Indians were on the outside looking into the playoff race and needed a win on Saturday to give themselves a chance to move up into the top 16. Well, they did just that, and in convincing fashion, beating Manistee Catholic Central at home 52-14. to With that win, Newberry is in the playoffs and ready to head over to Norway for the first round. This really should be a good game this week. Both teams look evenly matched. Expect to see a few different offensive formations out of the Indians with most sets coming out of shotgun formation. Newberry has built this offense around number 24, Matthew Rahilly, and try to, and try to get him the ball as often as they can. They will mix it up quite a bit. Expect to see Rahilly at QB at times, throwing the ball downfield. He's a major offensive threat, and the Knights will likely have eyes on number 24. At all times. Along with Rahilly, the Indians mix in a few different options in the backfield and QB throughout the game. So, as they say, head on a swivel is recommended to keep up with who's where, and most importantly, where is number 24, Matthew Rahilly. 
Newberry also has a big offensive and defensive line, but like in Antonagin, the Knights were able to control the line of scrimmage with its speed and strength. Look for the Knights to pound the ball up the middle and allow the Norway O-line to open up holes, getting Ian Pop and others to the second line of defense. Also, it may be a big night for Ian Pop if the Indians don't wrap him up and tackle Pop low. The Indians have the tendency to tackle up around the shoulder pads, and that's not good. That's not going to be enough to take down Pop on the first try. I would also expect Cole By to have a big night throwing, connecting with Alex Ortman and Bryce Adams. Like I said, this is going to be a good game, and it really is hard to predict who comes out on top, but I'm going to lean into the home team. Knowing this hometown crowd and the determination and resilience the Knights have had all year, it should be a hard-fought game, but in the end, your Norway Knights deliver and move on to the second round. Kickoff Friday night, and if you can get to Romberg Field, this team really needs your support. There is no second chances anymore. It's win and move on or lose and stay home. The Knights were fortunate enough to get another home game. Come on out, get loud, and make it a Norway night. Otherwise, you can join me Friday night. I will have the WHCO Sports pregame show starting at 5.45 p.m., followed by kickoff at 6 p.m. on 106.7 FM, The Mountain, and streaming live at whdoradio.com. If you happen to miss the game, come right back here to simplysmith.com and I will bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of what hopefully will be another playoff game the following week. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to the nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live with purpose. Purpose.